Welcome to another edition to Turning Up the Heat podcast with the Heat Miser Scotty Blaze. Now, here is your host, straight from the star city of the South, Roanoke, Virginia, the Heat Miser himself, Scotty Blaze. And welcome to episode number 17. Can you believe it? We are on episode 17. Wow, who'd have thunk it? This episode's being recorded on October the 8th. It is a Saturday. It's a beautiful day out here in Roanoke, Virginia. That's right. We are the star city of the South. It is 60 degrees. And wow, we're recording this at 2.06 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. What am I doing inside? Well, I am trying to entertain you fine folks out there in podcast land. Hey, Turning up the heat. What do we got on tap for you today? Well, I'm going to tell you. We got some more local news here in Roanoke. More issues with the Roanoke City buses. God almighty, it's just trouble after trouble with them. Uh, Wisconsin news anchor texts her ex-fiance before taking her own life. We've got Joe Biden in the news Pardoning the pot users. Wow. And a couple of updates on Uvalde police officers. And we got some more updates on the aftermath of that horrible hurricane in. And I am debuting a new segment today called You Might Be a Racist. And we've got two entries into that debut of that segment of You Might Be a Racist. Hey, it's still out there. God almighty. It's 2022, people. It's time to get on the bus or get ran over, and I'm going to shine a light anywhere I see it on racist. But first, in honor of the Joe Biden pardoning those with simple pot uses, a special song by Jean Paul, Legalize It, We Be Burning. Just give me the cheese, I'll make you smoke it, yeah, oh, it, yeah. Yo, yeah. It's a make you please, so don't yeah. smoke it, yeah, oh, it, yeah. We don't need no feed, so we're not gonna cook it, yeah, oh, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never mind the teas, we gotta take it slow. When you see the SP floating, don't provoke him, cut. He need be soaking, best thing for the meditation, the best. Jamaican people on a wood be supporting and promoting Loud the cock and the coking, hear me shouting Dealing at the nation, legalize it right now we want blaze one Cause we know it as a great thing, no debating While them incarcerating, shoot them hating Cause them don't want to see we have remain calm Even though them have them siren on every day We be burning, not concerning what nobody wanna say We be earning dollars turning Cause we mind the power we pay Some got gold and oil and diamonds All we got is Mary J Legalize it Time you recognize it This purple hazy make me crazy Make me write enough tune 
and that's what pays me But it's not the only occupation Going to gain some make I give you education Yo, when a farmer grows it, he knows it flows With economical benefit helping those who have to Play up on the hard juggling Cause this is the money keep man struggling Studying people I use it, don't abuse it Cause the concentration well reputed That's why man them are the wise man And he found on the grave of King Solomon Yo, it good for the eyesight and the chest tight And it give enough insight, just give me the light and Make we blaze it, we should I never waste it again We be burning, not concerning what nobody wanna say We be earning dollars, turning cause we mind if how we pay Some got gold and oil and diamonds, all we got is Mary J Legalize it, that time you recognize it Just give it the cheese, I'll make we smoke it, yeah And promoting loud the cock and the coking Hear me shouting Dealing at the nation Legalize it right now We bar blaze one Cause we know it as a great thing No debating While them incarcerating Shoot them hating Cause them don't love See we all remain calm Anytime them turn them siren on Every day We be burning Not concerning What nobody wanna say We be earning dollars turning Cause we mind them while we pay Some got oil and gold and diamonds All we got is baby
across the room, I can see it and can't stop myself from looking and noticing you, noticing me. Watch out, I've seen a type before. That girl is so dangerous. That girl is so dangerous. That girl is a bad girl. I've seen a type before. She's so dangerous. That girl is so dangerous. That girl is a bad Y'all a mash up man brain and a mash up man mind Them a girls make me feel complete So my park up step to the club all a drink in a car And I'm a sign up on a preach This woman does her eyes off the dirty And I go on like she want run come give it I'm afraid of them stuff up and now my want it Her man does stand up on a garden and she's dangerous So don't take for granted her appetite for sex She want me plant it Blatantly she want to plant it Showing me how much she want me on it Want me con it, she want me stop it To the lethal weapon and she want to disarm it my wink come and reach for palm it She wink back cause she want me bomb it Excitement she want me calm it Girl I don't know this Notice you Noticing me From across the room I can see it And can't stop myself from looking And noticing you Sexy back. Yeah. The motherfucker don't know how. 
This is Wolfie D from PG-13. Check out my podcast, Live and in Color with Wolfie D, every Monday at noon. We're talking Memphis. We're talking ECW, WCW, WWF, everywhere that I've been. We even have some great guests, some Hall of Famers on the show with us. Every Monday, Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Welcome back to the Turning Up the Heat podcast. Here is the Heat Miser, Scotty Blaze. Hey, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that Ooh, dance segment right there, man. Slam and dance and bringing back some memories of the skating rink. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go with our first news segment. Told you we got more troubles with the Roanoke City school buses. Now, this is going to be a local issue, but just follow along. If you remember back in episode 15, I told you we had some troubles with Durham School Services that Roanoke City Schools basically contracted out now. It seems that Durham School Services are having problems paying the school bus drivers. The bus drivers in Roanoke did not show back up the work when they were not paid. Several bus drivers took the Roanoke City students to school, but did not report back to work on Friday after they were not paid on time. The drivers picked up the school kids in the morning, took them to school, but they did not Bring them back home. Now, they, if you remember, back in episode 15, we talked about how the school bus drivers, they, the Durham City, uh, excuse me, the Durham School Services have in their contract with Roanoke City that when they're late, both picking them up and taking them home, there was penalties. And last school year, the 2021 to 2022, they paid Roanoke City a total sum of $737,041.84. Well, Edward Flavin, a spokesperson for Durham, acknowledged that there were issues with the driver's checks. He says it was a mistake adding that the company is not having financial issues. Mm-hmm. Flavin promised that the drivers would be paid as soon as possible. What? However, one driver reached out to our local Fox affiliate, WFXR News, saying that this has been an ongoing issue with Durham. A spokeswoman for Roanoke City Schools said that they want to make sure the drivers are paid, but there were no issues in getting the students home this past Friday afternoon. Uh, we'll see. We'll keep an eye out on that one. Now, on to the news anchor. This is a sad one. It's heartbreaking, too. 
Nina Pachoki, a 27-year-old news anchor from Wisconsin, who was known for her bubbly and positive personality, died last month from suicide. It's been reported that Nina's fiancé, Kyle, had broken up with her a few weeks before. In final messages sent to Kyle just before she died, Nina stated that she couldn't handle any of this pain anymore. According to a police report obtained by the Daily Mail, Nina sent an alarming text that prompted Kyle, who was out of town visiting his mother, to call the police and ask for a welfare check. By the time the police were able to reach her, it was tragically too late. She wrote in a text, I love you, Kyle. I always have and always will. Despite how much you ruined me, she added, I had always hoped, and I'm sorry to do this to you, but I can't handle any of this pain anymore. Nina's decision came a few weeks after Kyle called off their engagement and less than two months before their wedding date. The day before the incident, a worried friend came by the home Nina and Kyle had just bought together and removed all the firearms within the house. Final text messages and conversation in the days leading up to the tragedy revealed that Nina was in a troublesome place and it worried family members. A check on her computer's history revealed that Nina searched the internet the night before on ways to end her life. She confessed to her sister over text that Kyle had told me he hates me and will feel like a million bucks once I am out of his life. Nina set out to obtain a firearm after her friend cleared out her house. Police found the receipt for the weapon which she used, which was purchased just hours before on her nightstand. There were rumors, according to friends, that Nina suspected Kyle of cheating on her. She told him that she returned to their newly purchased home one day and found an unfamiliar pair of panties. Gosh, man, it's tragic. A friend of the couple revealed that Kyle showed someone a new photo that a former lover had sent him and that he told him, look at her boobs. I wish Nina's body looked like that. I don't even want to go home to Nina, he added in his rant. The only thing I get from her is a tax break because she only makes $47,000 a year. What a piece of shit. I mean, come on. You're saying that you're only with her because she gets a tax break? You get a tax break from her because she only makes $47,000 a year? What? Oh, my God. How big of a piece of shit do you have to be? If you're out there and you find yourself in a dark place, or if you know of any loved ones that are struggling with suicidal thoughts, you can always reach out to 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They are available 24-7 by phone or online chat. And remember, 
it's okay not to be okay. And I'm not ashamed to say I've struggled with it myself. 20, mm, 2017 was a very hard year for me. I, whew, whew, I struggled with it myself. Just talking about it brings back those memories. But that's okay. Like I said, it's okay not to be okay. I struggle with depression. CRPS also causes depression because of the isolation and all that. But still, before I even had CRPS, I was battling with depression. 2017 was a really tough year for me. For 11 months, I was in a dark place. And my friends helped me out. Lots of times I went for days without talking to them. And I went down deep in that rabbit hole. And somehow I got out. And it wasn't easy. And this is going to sound really strange. But in December of 2017, I found out I had cancer for a second time. That actually helped bring me out of that rabbit hole, that dark, 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 deep hole I was in because I had something I could fight because what was putting me into that dark place, I couldn't fight. It was it was out of it was out of my hands, but cancer, in a, in a strange way, saved my life. And I'm, obviously, I'm still here. I beat cancer a second time, but it's okay not to be okay. And please, if you're struggling, please reach out to somebody. And just remember, if you all the all the bad times, bad days you've had in the past, you've made it through it one hundred percent. You have passed your bad days up to this point, and you can still do it. Suicide is not the answer. You have value. Maybe you don't see it right now, but you have value. I promise you. I didn't see it. For 11 months, I did not see it. Even with a son who's the my pride and joy, I did not see it. And I was hurt bad. I was in a bad emotional place. And it's still, God talking to it brings water into my eyes. I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying. But seriously, if you're feeling down, it's okay, I promise you. We've all been there. Everybody struggles. It's not unique to you. And I promise you, you're not alone. 
please reach out to 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Call that number, 988. Available 24-7, phone or online chat. I promise you, you are not alone. You are loved, you are valued, even if you don't see it, I promise. I know I sound like I'm going to repeat myself, but it bears repeating. Oh, God, I wasn't expecting this. But I promise you, you're not alone. Even if you want to reach out to me, I've been in that hole several times. Even when I lost a dear friend. On November 9th of 2020, it put me right back in that hole. And I'm still not completely out of it, but I'm getting there. And this podcast helps. And my friends know what she meant to me. God, I did not mean to bring this down. We're going to go back to music, all right? We're going to do a little mashup. Alicia Keys and Stevie Wonder and Karma Stitching.
Balenciaga. Damn. I showed her how them votes take a look up in the glotto. Wado, my girl, she ain't making me feel right. Okay. I mess around with shouting, she making me feel like yes. I can have some, so we bond and let it grow. But after a while, you gon' have to go on and I let it go. I understand why you wanna try. Make him stay home late at night. But if he wanna go, he'll be gone, no lie. I can't explain how many times I tried. How many times I cried. Don't stop till the tick don't top like damn, that's hot. See, you've been trying to 
got a 10 carat ring and the stones stay blinging. Them hoes stay scheming. I see it in the eye when I'm leaning in the ride. Cut the chrome stay gleaming. See I'm champagne wishing, caviar dreaming. To kick it with the king, they are really a fiend. So they lie for no reason. Drops all hating. Wishing they was in your situation. So that's why we take two vacation. One with all the kids, then one with all the strippers that your crew stay chasing. Chilling in the cane. Far away from fame and all the other situations. Weighing heavy on the brain and now we margarita drinking. Champagne popping all night. Pool parties got big things popping. Six G's in the pool. Just get naked for you happy. Tops and bottoms. Whole spot just hollering. Hey. You are listening to the Turning Up the Heat podcast with the Heat Miser Scotty Blaze.
This is Drake Tungsten, and if there's one thing my arch nemesis Scotty Blaze and I have in common, it's how to crank that heat up to 11. You're listening to Turning Up the Heat, radio and podcast with the heat miser, Scotty Blaze. Welcome back to the Turning Up the Heat podcast. Here is your host, the heat miser himself, Scotty Blaze. Hey, 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 welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that little musical interlude. Some classics there, man. Renee and Angela, I'll be good. Just classic shuffle skate right there. Love it. Not too fast, not too slow. Get that little bounce going. Shoulders moving side to side. Skates going. Oh, yes. Man, do I miss shuffle skating. Something fierce. Absolutely. Well, now back to the news. President Biden made some history. He decided to pardon people that got convicted on federal drugs, federal charges for smoking marijuana. Yep. Time to recognize it. Sean Paul there. Legalize it. Time to recognize it. He is issuing a pardon. Uh, wow. What is it? About 6,000 people, I think I heard. It is crazy. And I know he is getting a lot of grief for it. But, hey, some people are saying, oh, it's a political move. It should have been done already. I, myself, don't smoke it. I can't. Because of all the medicines I'm on with CRPS, other CRPS users use it because they can. It gives them relief from pain. It is so good medically for all kinds of other things, seizures, for cancer, everything. Back when I was young, I was against it. I didn't think it was a good thing, but I grew up. I researched it. Realize how good it is for so many people that it has done wonders for. It is crazy how good something like this has done. Pharmaceutical companies don't want people, don't want governments to legalize it and states to legalize it because it's going to cut down on their profits. They want to keep putting that poison in you. Unfortunately, I have to keep putting that poison in me. But Joe Biden pardoned all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana possession. The pardons also applied to anyone in the District of Columbia convicted of simple possession of marijuana. Biden has also instructed the Secretary of Health and Human Sources, Xavier Bersara, and the Attorney General Merrick Garland to begin reviewing how marijuana is classified under federal drug laws. He has also on Thursday pardoned thousands of individuals convicted of possessing marijuana, saying the current system makes no sense. Sending pot stocks soaring on the news. I know one of them, Tilray, I was in on a long time ago. It always screwed me over. it go down start to rise, I would buy it, then it sank again. I decided after about the 10th time it screwed me, I wasn't going to do no more. But who knows? 
Uh, the pardons apply only to federal offenders convicted of simple marijuana possession, as well as those charged in the District of Columbia. But Biden called on governors across the country to follow suit. Just as no one should be in federal prison solely due to possession of marijuana, no one should be in a local jail or state prison for that reason either, he said in the statement. Here we go. Here's some numbers. More than I was close. More than 6,500 individuals with prior convictions of simple marijuana possession were impacted by the pardons. A White House official said thousands more through the pardons under D.C. law. The pardons will not be extended to those who weren't U.S. citizens or were illegally in the country at the time of arrest. Cannabis companies Tilray and Canopy Grove both spiked on the news, gaining 30% and 22% respectively um, in an afternoon trading. As of Thursday's close, each stock still traded for less than $4 per share, however. Well, it was a good time to buy. I usually play options. In addition to the pardons, Biden had said he had instructed Secretary of Health and Human Service to reviewing how marijuana is classified under federal drug laws. He noted it currently scheduled one substance under federal drug sentencing guidelines, the same as heroin and LSD, and more serious fentanyl. He just said it makes no sense for marijuana to be under that. Within the Justice Department, the Office of Pardon Attorney will take the lead on administrating Biden's proclamation, a spokeswoman for the agency told reporters. A formal process to provide pardon individuals with a certificate of pardon will be implemented in the coming days, she said. There are thousands of people who were convicted of marijuana possession who may be denied employment, housing, or educational opportunity as a result, Biden said. My pardon will remove the burden on them. The relatively limited number of people actually pardoned on Thursday obscures the outsized role that marijuana plays in the American criminal justice system. Every year, arrests for marijuana possession typically accounts for between 40 and 50% of all drug arrests nationwide. According to research compiled by the American Civil Liberties Union, between 2010 and 2018, there was 6.1 million arrests in the United States for marijuana possession. 2018 alone, police made more arrests for marijuana than for all violent crimes combined. Too many lives have been upended because of our failed approach to marijuana, said Biden. It is time that we right these wrongs. I agree. Plus, there's a little racial bias to it, too. Too many times I've seen cops pull over people, call them, they go, do I smell marijuana? Do you smoke it? And they use that as a justification of searching the car when no drugs were found. I myself have been coming back from doing a wrestling show in various towns and cities with people in my car, been pulled over, and had that same bullshit line 
and nobody was smoking in my car because I would not allow it. Nope. Never had happened. And they tried to pull that bullshit. And I made them wait for a drug dog to come by and sniff. And guess what? The dog did not alert. Ha! Fuck you, crooked-ass cops. And no, I don't have a thing against police because I grew up with them. All around the house, all around the skating rink. And my father was great friends with a bunch of them. He even went to bike week with a bunch of them. And man, were they crazy. Anyway, moving on. Got a couple of news items in Uvalde. First, a Uvalde police, this uh, CISD police, fire a newly hired officer following surfacing of comments during the massacre. The Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District has fired Officer Crimson Elizondo following the public surfacing of comments made by Elizondo while responding to the May 24th massacre at Robb Elementary School. The school district public police department issued a statement Thursday per Fox 29 explaining Elizondo's comments, which were recorded by an officer body camera during the shooting, led to her firing. We are deeply distressed by the information that was disclosed yesterday evening concerning one of our recently hired employees. We sincerely apologize to the victim's family and the greater Uvalde community for the pain that this revelation has caused. Ms. Elizondo's statement in the audio is not consistent with the district's expectations. expectations. Effective today, which was October 6th, Crimson Elizondo has been terminated from her position with Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District. That's CISD. Elizondo was recorded on the day of the shooting telling fellow officers, if my son had been in there, I would not have been outside. I promise you that. The video shows Elizondo among the first Texas DPS officers to arrive at Robb Elementary as the shooting took place, but failed to retrieve her body armor or long rifle while standing outside the school for the majority of the attack. And here's the audio of her saying that. Words that she would have gone in if her son had been inside. Your kids are there? Yeah, my, my son's in daycare. He's not oh. He's not old enough. Uh, yeah. I saw you. Yeah, no. Uh, no, if my son had been in there, yeah. in, I would not have been outside. I promise okay. you that. Parents appalled that Elizondo was hired by the very school district she was supposed to protect. Why? Why not our kids? Why wouldn't she not been in that room? Why not? If she would have saved her kids, why not mine? The U- See, that's absolutely disgusting. That was the mindset of all of those fucking officers. I mean, they ended up with more than 400 officers there. That was enough to occupy a small fucking country. I already went off on that on one of my very first few episodes. How gutless and cowardice these fuckers were fucking fist bumping each other and sanitizing their hands. They didn't even get their hands dirty. You can't fucking sanitize the yellow streaks down your fucking backs. Oh God, I'm going to get all pissed off again. 
But in related news, there's more fallout from the Uvalde fiasco for the failed response. The police department that serves the Uvalde, Texas school district has been suspended, officials said Friday. More than four months after the shooting claimed the lives of 19 students and two teachers, the decision was made amid several ongoing investigations into the department and its response in the May 24th rampage at Robb Elementary. Anne-Marie Espinanza, the executive director of communications and marketing of the Uvalde Consolidated School District, that's a mouthful, UCISD, wrote in a statement that the department was suspended suspended due to recent developments that uncovered additional concerns with the department's operations. They all should have been fired months ago. Those officers who served the UCISD police force will fill other roles within the district. Why? What the, they should, yeah, they should be janitors. Two officials within the department, Lieutenant Miguel Hernandez and Ken Mueller, were placed on administrative leave. Miller subsequently decided to retire, according to Espinenza. No, he shouldn't be allowed to retire and not get any fucking benefits. While the police department is suspended, the Texas Department of Public Safety will provide troopers to ensure the student and faculty safety in Uvalde schools. We are confident that the staff and student safety will not be compromised during this transition, she said. Several outside groups are still conducting reviews of the UCISD police department, which has faced heavy criticism since the day of the shooting, and rightfully fucking so. It's 77 minutes? Standing out there, picking your nose, picking your damn ass with your thumbs up your ass and your head up other people's asses while children fucking died and bled out, calling for help, saying that they can hear the police outside. Why aren't they coming in to save us? I saw that YouTube video. Fucking disgusting. In July, damning reports cited <laughs> poor decision-making <laughs> by law enforcement officers who waited more than an hour before confronting the 18-year-old gunman, the campus police chief, Pete Arandondo, was fired in August. Yeah, it took till August from May to fire his fat ass. They had level four body armor on. It could stop armor piercing a couple of shots and several shots from um, AR-15, what was it, green tip, black tip? I forget now. Espinosa said Tuesday the district is working with the Texas Police Chief Association, which is conducting a review and will guide the rebuilding of the department and the hiring of a new Chief of Police, she said. The report is due this month. Meanwhile, 
Meanwhile, the UCISD Police Department's response to the shooting remains under investigation. Results of the investigation will inform future personnel decision, Espinanza said. The district remains committed to resolving issues with verifiable evidence. Here's verifiable evidence. 77 fucking minutes. They all stood around. You had the security footage from inside the school that pointed down the hallway. You have all the body camera footage. You have this audio from this cum suckle of an officer saying, oh, if it was my kid, I wouldn't be standing outside. So everybody else's kid didn't fucking matter, huh? Guess not. You stood around there. You didn't get your fucking long rifle. You didn't get your body armor to go in and try to save a kid. You fucking twat waffle. I don't want my glasses. All right. I'm going to calm down. We're going to play some more music. On the other side of this, got a Hurricane Inn update and my new segment, You Might Be a Racist. Here we go with Pink's very first hit. This is what sort of put her on the map. I knew she was going to be a big star. Please don't come around talk about that you love me Cause that love shit just for me I don't want to hear that you adore me And I know that all you're doing is one of your mind games Don't you know that game beats games So your best bet is to be straight with me So you say you want to talk, let's talk If you won't talk, I'll walk yeah, it's like that. I got a new man. He's waiting out back. Now what? What you think about that? Now when I say I'm through, I'm through. Basically, I'm through with you. What you wanna say? I had to have it your way. Had to play games. Now you're begging me to stay. There you go, looking pitiful. Just because I let you go. There you go, talking about you want me back. But sometimes it be's like that. So there you go, talking about you missing so that you love me. So why let you go? There you go, cause your life's not over. Talking about how you changed How you said goodbye to what's the name All it sounds like to me is new game And I was right when I thought I'd be much better off without you Had to get myself around you Cause my life was all about you So you say you wanna talk, I don't Say you wanna change, I won't Yeah, it's like that Had your chance, won't take you back Now what, what you think about that? And when I say I'm through, I'm through Basically I'm through with you what you wanna say? Had to have it your way, had to play a game. Now you're begging me to stay. There you go, looking so pitiful. Just because I let you go, there you go. Talking about you want me back, but sometimes it feels like that. So there you go. Talking about you miss me so that you love me so I let you go. There you go, cause your life's got on. There you go. Don't you wish you could turn the hands of time? Don't you wish that you still were mine? Don't I'll take you back when you wish that things were civil like that. Oh, didn't miss a good thing till it's gone. But I knew it wouldn't be long till you came running back. Missing my love, there you go. Looking pitiful, just because I let you go. There you go. Talking about you want me back. That's why. Yeah. 
flow And every third minute, y'all wanna swerve in it Come quick like a virgin in it So far, I've been through this year with no bra She a shirt, shaking my knot out his head hurts Got him strong, let him know I'm like an icy For the best effect, you got to use your tongue Find my G-spot, get me hot, I'm ill Foxy, chocolate, baby, got milk Shake that ass like you just don't care Cause y'all just cookies of the year Work niggas like you one of them live niggas Fly niggas, know the handle of pie nigga Chicken up, off white, pearl sticks on the cellular Getting them open like girl sticks is long Bad 
Back to the Turning Up the Heat podcast. Here is your host, the Heat Miser himself, Scotty Blaze. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Turning Up the Heat. Something happened there. I guess Carl Carlton just thought she was too much of a bad mamma jamma. It just suddenly stopped on me. Oh well, that's what happens. Hey, we're back with some more news and a little bit of an update on Hurricane In. It is now the deadliest hurricane in the continental United States since Hurricane Katrina in 2005. Of course, it made landfall on September 28th along Florida's Gulf Coast at Category 4 strength with sustained winds of 155 miles per hour, and it only moved 8 miles an hour across the state. That's why it made so much damage. Fort Myers took the blunt of it, driving a storm surge with waves as high as 18 feet, flinging boats and sweeping homes off their foundations. As of yesterday, which was Friday morning, officials report that at least 101 people are dead from the storm, 89 of them in Florida, 45 of them in Lee County, which does include Fort Myers and Cape Coral. More than 60% of the deaths were due to drowning. God, can you imagine? <clears throat> it now is the highest death toll of, to hit the state. The question is, why Hurricane Ann proved to be such an outlier. It underwent rapid intensification, a phenomenon where a hurricane gains 
more than 35 miles per hour in wind speed. For meteorologists, this remains a difficult trait to anticipate, so storms whose path is known could still lay it with surprising strength. Ian rapidly intensified twice over surging from 75 miles an hour to 155 miles per hour in just 48 hours. Can you believe that? That is absolutely crazy. A lot of people's lives were ruined. I know a lot of them didn't think it was going to be that way. They've survived hurricanes before. A lot of people did not go even on the mandatory evacuations. It was just simply horrible. A lot, a lot of people. I mean, if you go out there and look at on YouTube, there's a lot of drone footage flying over. Even in Daytona, both piers sustained major damage, and I'm very familiar with Daytona. Uh, the Sun Globe Pier, which used to be called the Fishing Pier, is right there next to Current Shores, where we used to stay when I was little. It sustained heavy damage. Um, the pier, the Boardwalk Pier, also sustained heavy damage. Now, you could tell which like towers and hotels were made later that was could withstand the high winds and the storm surge. They were fine. You could tell which ones were not made to withstand that type. You got to remember, it was coming from the west, so from the mainland towards the sea, towards the ocean, and it would just... And what was amazing, some of the drone footage in Daytona on top of the towers, the air conditioner units, man, they must have been bolted down good because they were still on top of the buildings, just not budged at all. Now, some of the would look like maybe tarp had a couple of wrinkles in it. It was crazy. But the air air conditioning units were just Fine. It just blew my mind. All right, now to this new segment we're debuting today, October 8th. It's the racist alert. You might be a racist. Yeah, you might be a racist. Well, we have two entries today. First up in the You Might Be a Racist is John Vincentelli, 62 years old. He advised an Amazon delivery driver he was threatened by someone with a gun asking the driver if he knew he was in a racist neighborhood. News 12 reports followed. He followed the driver to a dead-end street, blocked the driver with his car, then asking him if he understood he was in a racist neighborhood. He then threatened to go back to his car, get a rifle, and shoot the driver in the head. It's against the law to intimidate someone based upon their race, color, religion, gender, sexual orientation, ethnicity, national origin, disability, or gender identity or expression. Individuals that employ hatred, intolerance, and prejudice with a purpose to intimidate will be investigated and, if warranted, prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law 
Prosecutor Bradley D. Bilheimer said, that was a mouthful. Vincentelli surrounded himself, surrendered, wow, I cannot read now. He surrendered himself Wednesday to the police and was charged with bias, intimidation, and terroristic threats. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a, what a fucking redneck. And then we got a second entry. You won't believe this one. Yeah, you might be a racist. A North Carolina sheriff who called his deputies black bastards, and he refused to resign. He's under investigation for referring to his deputies as black bastards, refusing to resign despite mounting pressure. He said, every black that I know, you need to fire him from the start with, he's a snake. Columbus Deputy Sheriff Jody Green said in a leaked 2019 recording published by the NBC affiliate WECT Sick News saying he was sick of them for supposedly maintaining allegiance to his predecessor. On his Facebook page, Green criticized the timing of the leaks, which came out during his re-election campaign, but did not deny making them. He vowed to stay in his job, no matter the allegations of the, or rumors. His county DA, however, felt otherwise. My hope is that you will recognize the harm that your statements have caused and that you will make the honorable decision to resign. District Attorney John David wrote in a letter to Green on Monday. He's God. He's the sheriff, and he causes deputies black bastards. And his biggest uh, his biggest problem is he's worried about the timing of the leaks. Not that he's fucking said it. You fucking idiot. For fuck's sake, Jody Green in North Carolina, Columbus County, you should go to the Facebook page and very politely voice your displeasure. There is no room for this here. It's 2022. We will not stand for this shit. Anymore, no racism, no homophobic, no anti-Semitism. There's no fucking room for this. No more. None. Oh, my God. It's time to... Jesus. I can't believe we... I've seen it happen. I hadn't seen it happen in several years, but I've been witness to it. And I fucking stood up to it. And it's every decent human being's job to confront racism, to confront homophobia, and to confront anti-Semitism. It's our job as decent human beings 
to confront that shit. Confront bullying, too. It's bullshit. All right, well, that's that's all I have for today. We're going to go out. We're going to go out slamming.
the physical, I'm a fuck, you the night gang, fuck, knowing your name, jump the ass in the range and roll over, getting blown while blowing the doja, bring head to a closure, that's a good bitch, before it's all over, I'ma meet this bitch, probably treat this bitch, more better, cause if you ain't, no, gangsters and hoes go together, Papa my collar partner, who in the spot, they be ruling the spot, in the mug and the watch, ugly, half the hoes hate me, half them love me, the ones that hate me, only hate niggas, they ain't fucking, and they say I'm lucky, you think I got time to fuck all these hoes and do all these
boys and girls that's it for this episode number 17 is in the wrap yeah that didn't come out right I know that's the wrap for episode 17 that's what I was trying to say hey thank you so much for listening whenever you are listening to this it is beautiful outside it's a little chilly though but man it's beautiful outside here in Roanoke Virginia and wherever you are at I hope you stay safe Thank you for listening in. Don't forget to visit my website at tuthradio.com. All my socials, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all at tuthradio. You can email me at turning up the heat, no, turning up the heat radio at gmail.com. Visit me on Facebook. At Turning Up the Heat podcast. Woo! Love this quiet storm version for Moments in Love by Art of Noise. Man, y'all remember them back in the 80s? Art of Noise? They were slamming back then. 
I think, what was that song? Beatbox they had? Anyway, y'all have a great day. Have a great night. Whenever you're listening to this, I appreciate you. Hey, don't forget, come visit my message board. Leave a message. Leave a voicemail. Ask me a question. I promise you I will answer it. Whatever it is, with my unbiased opinion, unfiltered, unsanctioned, because this is turning up the heat with the Heat Miser Scotty Blaze, and I will see you on the flip side. for listening to Turning Up the Heat podcast. Be sure to check out the website at tuthradio.com 